Welcome to Heart Speak Podcast, episode 183, Time to Heal. Welcome to the Heart Speak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you are welcome. It's so good to be back with you and back in Albuquerque. But I had a fabulous week in the UK, visiting friends and family who I hadn't seen for 18 months and getting the chance to visit many sacred sites, often with my friends and family, and enjoy the beauty that is England. I took the good weather fairies with me and we had a fabulous week no rain no clouds just sunshine everybody was into their shorts and t-shirts and i loved the light that entered into the land at that time being able to be out at sunset and watch the sun set in a warm weather and just remember how beautiful the world is wherever you are there is so much magic, so much beauty. And now back in the US, I'm heading towards, as we all are, towards this April the 1st new moon. This is an Aries new moon. It is conjunct Mercury, the communicator, and Chiron, the healer. And I want to just move into that energy now because with Chiron on this new moon in Aries, this is about time to heal old energies. When we have get conjunct Mercury, it's old energies that are dogmas or beliefs. So what have we been told that stops us moving forward? What have we been told that needs healing now? And even though I say about old energies, much of what I see now is just reverberations of old energies. In other words, don't trust people, be careful of people, be careful, uh, watch out. All of those messages that are circulating and have been circulating around COVID and other situations are really just extensions of things that we've heard, not just in our lifetime, but hundreds and thousands of years. And Aries is about springtime, new beginnings, innovations. It's saying to us all, what are we ready to plant and see flourish that is new and exciting? So this, for all of us, is a good time to start a new project, maybe even starting a writing or a speaking project or a healing project with both Mercury and Chiron there. What is it that you, maybe you're wanting to practice some healing methods? Maybe you want to bring healing to yourself. Maybe you're going to start to have some acupuncture or reflexology or massage. It's a great time for starting these things. But it's also saying is, what don't we want to take with us into this healing? So air is not only about starting something new, but it is the warrior. It is our own inner warrior that says, I'm stepping out and doing this, but it is also the warrior that says, 
who do we need to fight because there is always a need to defend ourselves or attack. This has been how history has been carried on for so long. And I would like to say that there will be around this new moon a lot of communication about do we want to be at war anymore? And I believe that Chiron is saying we cannot continue in the way we've been doing. And what it's showing up, because Aries is often about a hero or a leader stepping forward, I believe this time is showing the woundedness of our leaders, the scars on our leaders. And I remember Carole May saying, we develop the leaders that we deserve at that time. So it is our wounds that are being expressed through those leaders. And if we want to heal our own wounds, it's not about healing our leader. Or I should say, if we want better leaders, we need to heal our own wounds. And maybe this is a time not to expect someone else to be our hero, to be our guru, our master, our leader. This is a time to embody that energy ourselves, to heal the part of us that in the past has been scared to go forward and, and rely on, rather, rely on someone else. This is a time to say, I can be my own authority. I can step forward in a way that is powerful. So this Aries new moon is about recognizing that we are our own leaders, we are healing, and to communicate what it is that you need to bring forth into your own world. Now, there's a lot happening, as I've kept talking about, which is our Neptune, Jupiter still coming, April the 12th, in Pisces. But before we get there, we have a very powerful meeting between Mars and Saturn in Aquarius on the 4th, 5th of April. Now, this happens every 29 years. So the previous one was around 1993, 1992. But they, it didn't quite meet at that time in Aquarius. The one before that was in 1964. I looked this up, and the previous one was in 1934. And at these times, it's been about a new authority coming in. Certainly 1934 was the rise of Hitler. Certainly around the beginning of 1960s, there was a lot of tension, Mars and Saturn. And it's as if the old order is being threatened by the new order. And there's a tendency to feel that if we go to war, this will solve everything. Unfortunately, in some cases, it has been through peaceful negotiations that everything has calmed down. But to me, this isn't about just everything calming down. It's about making better decisions for the future. We can't have this tension rising up every 30 years and wondering what's going to happen. 
So even though Mars and Saturn can be a very rigid sort of discipline, which is what we're facing, it can also be Aquarius about, actually, I don't want you making the decision as to whether I go to war or not. And what was interesting, I look back to see that in the very beginning of April of 2020, Mars and Saturn met in Aquarius at the very beginning of Aquarius. Now they're meeting towards the end in April of 2022. So we've had this two years of discipline and organization. What is good for the community? Let's all cheer for these people. We've had two years of this. And I noticed some of the remnants of that when I was in the UK. Some of it's moved on to now let's all cheer for Ukraine or we'll cheer for these people. But it's sort of a disciplined, a controlled, disciplined approach and a mental approach so that there were messages I was seeing specifically in the UK about how to live. And they were coming over the tannoy, whether I was in a train or a plane or whether I was in a restaurant. There's all these subliminal messages coming at us from different approaches. And we become numb to them. I recognize that. It's almost like, yes, yes, I've heard it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And it was as if, again, this happens when we enter a country that we haven't been living in. I'm sure you'd feel the same if you were a visitor to the US. It's like, wow, is that how people think? Is that how people are being controlled at this time? Because that control is happening in every country. But as I see this Mars and Saturn coming together and this control happening and people believing that we are the ones who have the answers, we are the elite ones that can come up with the answers, I think that the higher levels of Aquarius are coming through where we're saying, I don't need you to tell me what to do. I need to connect to my own divine light, my own deep connection to the whole. And I think this is superseding what has happened where we have placed an individual as an emissary or an ambassador or someone who we have to ask for permission to connect to our divine light to our unity, to our unlimited beingness. And I believe we are saying, step aside. I don't need now someone to tell me how to be, how to live. Whether this is a figure in religious order, whether it's a figure in political order, medical order. Yes, I may ask for your expertise or your advice, I will make the choices now for my own freedom of my soul, the freedom of my own divine light to shine as clearly as I can. And when I do that, I do it in a unified way because whatever I do is not only good for me, it's also good for the whole. Okay? So I also see that there's some sadness about wow, our leaders aren't the people we thought they were. It's almost as if the veils are falling. But that's not a bad thing. It does leave many disconcerted, disorientated, because if they're not telling us what to do, who are we? But who we are 
is living within us. And Chiron is healing those old wounds of separation. Those old wounds and messages that kept us away from who we are. And I was reading once again about Chiron and who he was. And he was the son of Cronus. And Cronus was the son of Uranus. And Uranus was both the son and the partner of Gaia, who is the Mother Earth. So the consciousness of Mother Earth created Cronus. And Cron, excuse me, Uranus. And Uranus was meant to be the one who gave life. She gave the consciousness. She had the ideas. He created that. That combination is very common. I saw it when I was up on the top of Castle Hill in New Zealand. There is the central figure of the creatrix, the feminine energy who actually has the imagination, the creation of, a, of an imago, a new birth. And it is the masculine who goes and manifests that into existence. So Cronus, excuse me, Uranus was meant to go out and create life on Earth based on her planning, on her, on her instruction. But what he did, he was so jealous of everything he created that he kept stuffing it back into Gaia. And eventually it was Cronus who fought against this and castrated his father, took away his power, and life was born. And I feel we're at that stage where there have been those who are jealous of individuals like you, like me, actually finding their own way. And they keep stuffing us back inside. You can't be this lockdown, the original lockdown. You need to follow the rules. You're not big enough. You can't tell us what to do. And I feel now we're gathering the energy of Cronus. Maybe we are castrating the patriarchal laws who have kept trying to keep us small. And we're saying, no more. That's not happening. And what Cronus then does is he, he makes himself into a horse and has intercourse with a nymph, and they give birth to Chiron. And so Chiron is not just a, a centaur that has uh, equine legs, horse legs. He's actually half immortal, half mortal. And he's half man and half horse. So he's very different. He's unique. And I feel that's also a message for us all. That Chiron isn't just the wounded healer. He's actually this unique individual. And it's really saying to us, this is a time to be unique. So because Chiron looks as he does, his mother and his father just ignore him, abandon him. But what I always say is that that was the best thing that could ever happen to Chiron because he, he was taken under the wing of Apollo and Artemis, great gods, and he was taught to be a master healer, a master mathematician, a master astrology. His gifts were amazing. So sometimes we need to abandon our, our parents or those that we give authority to in order to find ourselves.
And at the same time, I feel that what he also did was abandon his immortality, his spiritualness. And I feel that this is a time, and I'm often saying that to, to myself and to clients, is sometimes we have to come down to earth. We need to be on this earth. We need to root ourselves into this earth to manifest heaven on earth, which is why we are here. And this Aries new moon is saying, don't just think about it. Don't just imagine it. Don't just say, well, maybe one day I'll do this. This is the moment. This is why you came here. So sometimes we have to let go of floating around between the worlds and literally say, okay, I know that I'm here for a purpose. And if that means that I have to forget and my way home or where I've come from, I'm here. I'm going to fully immortalize myself in this earth now. And that's what Chiron did. And Chiron, yes, became wounded by an arrow in his Achilles heel and he tried to heal himself but couldn't, but he healed everybody else. That's part of the story. And he eventually he does become mortal because he changes places with Prometheus, who is a mortal, and he allows himself to die as a mortal being. And then his brother Zeus lifts him up into the heavens as a centaur. So I am saying time to heal means bring that divine light and literally root it like a lightning rod into Mother Earth. This is a time not just to think about something or when something, something happens, then I'll do it. This is a time to say, I'm here. And if it helps you to send roots into your earth, please do that now. Because there is nobody else coming to do this for us. There is nobody else who is going to companion with us. Not until we say, I'm here. Let me just take that to that last step. When we plant a seed in the earth, which is what I'm talking about, the first thing that seed does is send roots into the earth. When you send their roots into the earth, you tap into what I call dragon energy, telluric energy, the earth grid. You tap in to the, the energy of Mother Earth, and she says, welcome. I'm going to help you. But while you plant that seed just on the surface and it won't send, it won't send roots into the ground and it won't flourish. So the most important thing is to be able to send, plant that seed deep, send those roots into the ground. And when you do, there's a meeting between you and the beautiful energy of Mother Earth who says, I see you, I know you, I'm with you, let's go. And the next step is that that seed develops a tiny shoot, which at the, in, in some time is still within the earth, and then it shoots out. And when it shoots out from the surface of the earth, the sun says, I see you, I know you, I love you. And together, there's this blossoming. But we have to take that first step. And that's what's happening now. 
So be aware this 1st of April, just to clarify and to, to complete, 1st of April, send your roots. Think about what seed do I want to plant and send your roots deep. 4th and 5th of April, this really powerful time of I am willing to build a community not based on someone else being the leader. I'm willing to free myself of the constraints that have been placed upon me or I've allowed to be placed upon me by my thoughts, by my beliefs, by my old wounds. I am freeing myself. And then we head towards this wonderful conjunction, which is already happening, Jupiter, Neptune in Pisces, where we are saying, I choose to be unlimited. And allow that light, whether the light is coming from deep within the earth, as we send our roots down there, there is a bright light, like the sun rising within us, or the light coming from above us. And together they fertilize the truth of who we are. Time to free us of the chains that have held us back for thousands of years. And if we, like Chiron, have to give up old parenting, old ways of being, old ways of fitting in, it's fine. Maybe those that we have belonged to in the past are not the right people to guide us. So as we free ourselves, we will meet the right people as he did to show us the way and to show us who we are. And maybe that right person is looking at you now. I say, go for it. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heart Speak.